Sandcast Podcast here. Bring it in, baby. You are here with us. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I love your intro. Sponsored by Wilson, the best volleyball on planet Earth. Speaking of best things on planet Earth, Hawaii is the best things on planet Earth. <laughs> and the water that comes from Hawaii is Waiakea Volcanic Hawaiian Water. It's that, Hawaii. a volcano. Take man. a sip, Trav. Let the people hear it. <sighs> Look at that. He didn't even have to fake it. It was authentic. Pure That's natural. Fine. Here you go for people watching on YouTube. And I'm feeling good, too, because I got my athletic greens in this morning. Not about you, Trav. I get, dude, I get the AG in every day. Yeah. Just m- people ask me if, like, I actually like this stuff. And you, I mean, you traveled with me. I did. You know, it's literally every day. He uses yeah. it every morning. It's real. Look, our, guest, <laughs> our guest here uses it, so you should probably be using it. Now, I got to intro you, because... I learned before the show that this guy was in high school when he first started listening to the Sandcast podcast. <laughs> yep. Went through college, and now he's playing pro on the court with us, and he's a guest on the Sandcast podcast for the second time, Timmy Brewster. Thanks for having me. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's nice to be in the studio. It's yeah, pretty sweet. It's good to like actually feel the vibe. Last time you were on video, right? Was it video? No, Zoom? No. no, last time we were in Israel. You were yeah. both there we were in both Israel. There, okay. yeah. Which is, I think, still the coolest trip I've ever taken. Me too. For volleyball. That was pretty incredible. Really? That, Israel's amazing. Yeah. I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. Tel Aviv is sweet. Tel Aviv is actually, it's Tyler Hildebrand's favorite city mm-hmm. he's ever been to. Because uh, he played pro yeah. in Israel, yeah. Well, when you're the starting setter of the best team in the country, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. I'm sure they treated him nice. Yeah. And that's, well, me and Tim, we got the first uh, glimpse of Sam Kotafaba in the quarterfinals there. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember Tim looks at me and he's like, don't serve the lefty. And I looked at Sam and Sam's like, I don't know, 6'3", like 120 pounds. Yeah. Like. He's like a broom Skinny, handle. yeah. And then he hits this ball in warm-ups, and he was just like, poof, poof. And I was like, all right, we'll serve. Yeah, yeah we'll he's serve got that header. contact that yeah. contact like, point. Damn. I'd played him once before and got wrecked by him, and I was like, yeah, he's not touching the ball. Yeah. he's He was gnarly back then. Now huh. he's freaking I like, crazy good. When he but. first played at Nikolai, I was like, okay, he's picking up some young, some young guy. And then we played him in Rosarito, and... I don't know. In my head, I was kind of assuming he was going to be dumb and young and whatnot. And then he came in for that quick inside ball. I was like, oh, that was interesting. And like, he kept going for it, and it kept going farther and farther <laughs> away from me. I was like, yeah. what is this guy doing? <laughs> and then we actually like started blocking it, and I was like, ah, oh, there's the young dumbness that comes with the young player. Yeah. But then we played him again at World Champs, and he just like <laughs> shredded us. I was like, all right, he's legit. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Lefty too, gnarly. Yeah, yeah, lefty. He, heavy arm. And he, and heavy arm. he started yeah. playing in the clutch. You know, like his first. I think Rosario is probably his first big tournament mm-hmm. with Nikolai. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, a, a few swings there that I, they didn't play together well too well that match either way. But you guys beat what, them right by your mala. Didn't they win your your mala? Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. halfway through the year, they had already won an elite sixteen, and then. Now he's a top guy. Yeah. yeah. He's got to be in the running for, like, I don't know how Rookie of the Year works. I would, he's got to be. <laughs> for sure. Know. Is there anyone else? This. I mean, are the Swedish kids? No, they've been around, I feel like. Yeah. But, I mean. What is around? I don't uh, know. The Chilean. True. Uh, 
Grimaults? They kind of... Drug you it? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, the Chileans I would kind of classify as a... Nobody's a rookie. That, yeah, like, yeah. Nobody just like shows up for the first time. Because if you were playing challenge or uh, let's say futures, you should still be a rookie if you. Yeah, yes. yeah. So maybe maybe that should be the threshold of like breaking through from futures to challengers. Yeah. Once you're in like the challenger elite yeah. sixteen pool. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But then it's like how many? Because I had this problem. When <laughs> right. I was trying that's to a good point. Rookie of the year for the AVP because Julia had made a main draw before. Mm-hmm. I was like, but she's still a rookie. Yeah. Doesn't the AVP have like a rule on it? It's like four. I don't know. You have to have played three yeah. or four oh, in the past. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody told me that. I don't know how. Sander it could be kind of. Uh... Sander was definitely a rookie. Oh, no, yeah. I'm I'm talking about for FIVB. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He's a rookie for sure. I'm, but yeah. maybe would he be in that conversation based on how well they think did? So. I feel like Sam. Sam is. Oh, for sure, uh, Sam over that. Yeah. I'm just saying if he yeah. if Sam's not in there, the Grimal. Uh, I'm sorry, the Chileans. Yeah, the young guys. The Grimalds have been around as long as I have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They seem like rookies. We'll see, I guess, right? Yeah, we'll see. But you were in the discussion. It was kind of unfortunate that you were in the same... You made your breakthrough the same year that Taylor Sander was like, yeah, I'll come play beach. Yeah, yeah. Like, rookie of the year had Sander not done that. Oh. I mean, Jake had a good year, too. You know, Dietrich. Yeah, uh, but you played so much more than Jake. True. That's my rationale for that. That's true. Um, yeah, but yeah, true. I mean, there's no beating Taylor Sander for that this year. Yeah. Pretty incredible. <laughs> well, Just, he's a 30 year old, uh, two time Olympian yeah. coming out. <laughs> it's kind of 30, got, 31. I think he's still in his 20s. Oh, wow. No, Sander? I thought he's like 29. I have no Maybe idea. 30. I thought he was in his 30s. Or he's Taylor Crab's age, who's, I believe he's 30. Okay. So, like, so yeah, whatever. late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. 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 He got used to the beach real quick. Yeah, yeah, well, he also grew up playing beach, right? Uh-huh. Like yeah. He used to play in a, a lot of the youth tournaments and whatnot, mm. which is a lot more than a lot of the beach players, to be honest. Yeah, yeah true. Right? Well, not this guy. I mean, you've been playing. Not you. When yeah. did you start playing beach? I started playing beach when I was, well, the first time I ever played beach, I was 12. Okay. I did like a Sinjin Smith, Randy Stoklos beach I camp. I did that. Really? I came to Hawaii once and I did oh, one. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's how I started playing was in 2012. I did one of those in Malibu. And then thought it was fun or whatever. And then I, we, my family and I went to the London Olympics to watch just nice. for fun, yeah. um, for vacation. And the only tickets we ended up getting were beach volleyball. Uh-huh. And I saw Misty and Carrie play and uh, Sean and uh, Jake Sean and Jake play. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And so that's when I really got into it. And then I joined a beach club when I was 13. And that's how I really uh-huh. got into it. It was only... Was, I was one guy with only girls. <laughs> yeah, and like a couple say, other guys <laughs> came in. I was going to say, it was not like beach club wasn't even a thing. Really. No, it, yeah. was, it was pretty much all girls. Right. The partains would hop in here and there. Huh. Um, Says a lot. <laughs> down down the <laughs> yeah. road. But yeah, that's that's when I started playing. And then my first tournament was, was when I was 13. And then my first full summer was 14 years old. Okay. Just crushing CBVAs left and right. <laughs> yeah. I, that was a crazy year. I, I probably played close to 30 or 40 tournaments. I bet. Because they have juniors tournaments during the week. And so you could play four tournaments in one week. That's wild. Yeah. It was really cool. Really fun. I yeah. played with probably like 30 different kids that summer. And <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you Did you end up running into Miles Partain ever yet on the AVP? Yeah, I remember. my you first my first main draw match. First match. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, I lost. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my first main draw was Fort Lauderdale this year, and uh, 
Okay. We played Paul and Paul and Miles okay, in the first gotcha, round. Yeah. yeah. We weren't supposed to play them. And then was it Phil that? No, somebody dropped out. Casey dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. Casey had his kid. Right. Right. And then yeah. the whole bracket changed, and uh, so we played Miles and Paul. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. The two kids from the <laughs> beach club. Yeah, we played a tournament together when we were, I think, fifteen. I was fifteen. He was like thirteen or whatever, uh-huh. but. I grew up playing with his brother, Marcus. Okay, yeah. He and I played like a full summer together. And you guys are the same age? Yeah, Marcus and I are like a month apart. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. Marcus doing these days? Um, he just got a job. Oh, he's, so he's uh, in the real world? Mm-hmm. He's okay. down in San Diego. Um, I forget exactly what he's doing. I think it's like a software computer company. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, he was going to go back, I think, to play at UCLA again, do a fifth year, um, uh-huh. but decided he got this great gig and... Move wants on. to play a bunch of beach again. He's oh. he's back into it. So how is this game? Cool. I know that he and Miles were like the the shit at, mm-hmm. in terms of like young guys. Yeah, uh, qualifying at a young age. Yeah, but I never really heard of him much just on the beach after that. Super ball controlling mm-hmm. sets great. So he just does everything really well. He doesn't have the heat that Miles does, huh. but he he definitely. I think he used to. Um, like when we were younger, like Marcus could hit hit the ball pretty good, and he yeah. still does. But he had a back injury when we were young, like and so he's been oh, that's right, he's yeah. been fighting that for I actually three talked years. To him about that a while back, just give him some advice because I had the same thing. Oh when, really? When I was I had no heat at all. I mean, relative to right. the level I was playing, until like maybe my second year pro is when okay. I started hitting hard. I had to like. Changed my mechanics a little, but I also put on, like, every year it was, like, three pounds, four pounds. So I'm, like, 20, 20 pounds more muscle by the time I'm at that point in my career versus, like, when I came to uh-huh. college. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that can change. For sure. Definitely. For sure. And back injuries, like, yeah, you, you change your whole mechanics because you don't want to twist anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. Or you don't want to You don't want to, like, hyperextend. So now you're doing all this weird stuff with your body. I used to, like, have a really weird technique. They used to call it the starfish. <laughs> I just contact really high and just, I don't know, it looked like like the, the jump man pose, you know, where the yeah. legs are open. Oh, really? I have photos of it. But it was just, like, that's just how I play my game. I just reach high and chizzy, like, mm-hmm. drop, kind of drop shots. And, yeah. But, like, when you're trying to put that down, like, 20 kills in an indoor match, that's just not going to work. Yeah. But when you're the OH2 and you just pass and cover and do all the other things... And then you put away, like, you know, eight of your 11 sets or whatever. It worked. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I, yeah. I, I mean, it'd be cool to see him come back out and uh, maybe, like, you know, his core got stronger and his yeah, body kind of just adapted now I think that he's, he's older. definitely, like, ready to, like, full go again. He yeah. played with Miles and Seaside this year, and they got a third. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Miles so, is full-time blocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was running up. It's incredible. Yeah. That guy's another breed, huh? Yeah. I love that kid. <laughs> he's so good. He, I mean, he was, like, Marcus and I beat up on him for maybe, like, a summer. When we were, like, 15, he was, like, uh-huh. 14. And that, that quickly changed. Um, <laughs> so he could just hang right, almost right Oh, yeah. Away. I mean, he and, he and Marcus have been playing forever, mm-hmm. and he could always hang. Yeah. Um, but, like, for, like, a year or two, like, Marcus and I, like, I think we were a little older. Like, we could, we could take it to Miles when we right. wanted to. Yeah. It was always weird playing with Marcus against Miles because Marcus is like, I don't want to lose to my little brother. Right. Um, but, yeah, Miles got good really fast. Like, when Miles got good, it was like, all right, we got to we got to watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he 
what what separates him? Like he's just got this obsession over the game. Yeah, right? yeah. He's like one of the like craziest thinkers I think I've ever met. Like the right. questions that he comes up with. Like even when we were young, like he would be like, "All right, Tim. Like, what do you think about this way to set?" And then right. he'd, what about this way to set? And he'd show you like six different things that didn't, yeah. didn't look any different to me, <laughs> right. but they felt different to him. Uh-huh. And so I think he's just super like inquisitive. Huh. He's always trying to figure out new things. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I know I talked to Spencer McLaughlin, was his, uh, the assistant coach for Spra at UCLA. And he, he was like, dude, the guy will send us texts like in the middle of the night kind of thing or something like that where they're just getting long that's texts funny. or emails or whatever thoughts from him because yeah. his brain just never stops. Yeah, that's like, Miles. Go to sleep or, or <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's how Miles is. That's how he's always been. But just... that's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of the stories you hear about some of the greats. You know, where they're just yeah. hyper obsessed in a way that nobody else can match because it's like we can't, you can't obsess you can't over the game obsession. in that way. Yeah, yeah you can't, exactly. And, True. And Miles, he just seems to have, because I remember I practiced with Miles. We picked him up and drove down to like Long Beach. I think this was during COVID. And was that was with me, right? Closed. Yeah, yeah. even us and, and Garrett and Roberts. Garrett Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. And Miles, like, afterwards, he sent me a video of him he's like i know you like doing that sort of no look line shot that actually pointed out that, that you do that try does and he's like it's really good like when you're trying to full blocker but you can't get like all the power in so what if you just like have it and then you open up your shoulders and this is like a full video and he's like this is what scott davenport said and it really worked for me and i was like you are the greatest kid and Wait, he's what? just like so for line swings yeah like because i'm on the right side and so i'm facing like this way and yeah. i was like just no, no look, look oh. and he's like what if you open up when you do swing, because so you, you can get more power Correct. on it. Yeah. Um, and, dude, that's funny you say that. I was in the bench in Phoenix. It wasn't against them, but before the match, uh, we didn't have a coach, so Chris Crabb was in our <laughs> bench. And he said, playing great. Hey, that low line swing's great, but turn with it and look when you hit it. When you do it with no look, they block it. And oh, interesting. We were up in the first set. And I'm feeling myself. I'm up high, you know, like jumping well. I give it a no looky <laughs> cookie, and Theo blocks it low. And then we lose the set and, like, blow the lead. And then he, and the same thing. Hey, that's that, low, that's that no look low line. Yeah. Like, Your no look wow, line is disgusting. It's really oh, it's good. Yeah. yeah. I remember Jeff Alzina used to talk about that. <laughs> well, that was my, like, when, days when I didn't have the, um, any heat to my game. That was it. I just sell angle and then give me just a little elbow, anything. I just chizzy. Like, ask anyone, ask Riley, who's my setter for years. Yeah. Just, I just chizzy the ball. You give me six inches, give me no inches, just same thing. No look, That's right fun. off the elbow. In but tw- I've noticed that I get, yeah, that Chris Crabb was right about, about that really one time. Because if I do follow with it, I sense the block coming with me or not. Uh-huh. And if they don't, if they're not coming with me, I'm gonna yahtzee it. If they are coming with me, then the, I make that last second adjustment where I'm like, hit it off, you know, hit okay. it off their hand yeah, yeah, or yeah. go a little higher or something. But yeah, yeah interesting you brought That's that up. Yeah, yeah, Jeff used to talk about that when I I worked with Jeff in like 2018. Yeah, and he was like, if you want to watch a player who has like unlimited crossbody, he's like, watch try. <laughs> I think it was it might have been your first tournament back in Manhattan with Trevor. 
um, was that your first tournament back after? Manhattan? I forget. Yes. Yeah. 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 Was. So it was there. Yeah. He's like, got to watch this. And you were just like cranking these like fast little lines. It's <laughs> like, that's gnarly. Yeah. There's, well, I've also noticed, um, like you're, when you let the ball come further across your body, like the block's already up, right? Mm-hmm. And they can't really reach and your contact point changes. So if you like let the ball get above your head and you're kind of like here now, you can't block it. Mm-hmm. And, and a guy who used to do that really gnarly is uh, Pedro Salgado mm-hmm. or Solberg. And when I first came out on tour, I remember I blocked him a bunch because I was like, oh, I know that trick. That's my thing. And, and I talked to actually like, it was a cool moment because Phil asked me about it. He's like, dude, how do you block Pedro so well? Like, nobody can block Pedro. I was like, when he hits this line, it, it, when he hits line, he lets it drift all the way to his left shoulder. So you have to be ready for that because the contact point changes. He's not coming from in front and back uh-huh. down. It's coming all the way. And it's just so hard as a blocker to read that. And then when he hits angle, he's cutting it off in front. So Got now it. the fan is huge rather than like from here and uh-huh. from here. But yeah. That's interesting. Alzina, I like that name drop. I haven't seen yeah, him in a while. I love yeah, that I guy. Seen, I haven't seen Jeff in forever. He's in Santa Cruz, right? Just mm-hmm. living life. Yeah. Coaching Santa Clara. Yeah. Santa Clara. Yeah, Santa Clara. Yeah. Yeah. Santa Clara, Santa Cruz, is that the same there, thing? I think Santa Clara is like next to Santa Cruz. Okay, right? Yeah, for sure. They're close <laughs> to in, each other. It's in that half of California. <laughs> <laughs> the upper half. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Santa Cruz. Like, just been. check it out. It used yeah. to be Santa like Cruz a legendary cool. beach town. Yeah. Or a beach yeah. volleyball town. It's supposed to be a great surf up there, too. I'm surprised you haven't been there. It's freezing. It's, yeah. True. A lot of sharks. A lot of sharks. Speaking of Someone sharks, else. did you see Zana's story Oh, yeah, the that's, that's crazy. I heard that. <laughs> I told her don't Gosh. fall in. That's bad. <laughs> we have a, a rogue Naya out there. Naya's running around in the backyard. <laughs> um, but you are not in the Maldives because you no. were busy winning gold medals, which congrats. I mean, it wasn't that Thank long you. ago that you won your first international medal, and then you go bam, bam, just yeah. two golds in a row. Yeah, Norsake has been fun this year. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. It was a... Uh, a really fun two weeks. Yeah. Kyle and I played some good volleyball. Um, beat some solid teams, too, along the way, which was awesome. Um, but, yeah, it was nice to get our first wins because yeah. I got that second with you in Cuba this year, which yeah. was my first real international medal, yeah. so to say. Um, and then Kyle and I had a great domestic season, but we had never gotten the win. We had yeah. a bunch of seconds and thirds this year, so it was really nice to get two wins back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. You won one with Andy. Yeah, true. Was mm-hmm. I mean, was that like your, would you consider that your first win? Yes. Yeah, that was my first big win uh, with Andy in San Antonio this year. Um, that was a gnarly tournament too. No kidding. Um, and that was super fun. And that was kind of right when I was like, we had just stopped playing. Yeah. So I like wasn't really sure what was happening. And yeah. I just had a really bad tournament the weekend before. And so I was like. That was in La Paz. La Paz. Okay. Yeah, I'd played horrible. Um, in La Paz and so I was like I wasn't happy with volleyball at the time and so then I got um, I got Andy for that and I was like all right like let's just give this a go like have fun with it like Andy had just won Austin the weekend before and I was like all right so there's some pressure here because if I can't win this AVP next with Andy like yikes Um, but I ended up playing really well that one and Andy was cramping in the finals which was 
another I'd never had a partner like cramp in a big match before yeah. and he was he was chugging beers to try and get through it I was like uh, I don't know what to You're do like, here uh, bud uh, what about electrolytes <laughs> we tried everything and his his quad was going oh yeah it, it, I felt bad for him he was in he was in pain after the match he was on the ground for like 30 minutes oh in yeah. a funny way though I think it makes that win for you better because you couldn't yeah. lean on Andy yeah to, like you did it uh, yeah, home, not by yourself, but like you were not. Andy passed it, and you yeah, took it which from was there. funny that they started serving Andy because I was like, even with him cramping, I feel like they're still going to serve me. Yeah, and they started serving Andy, and I was like, all right, well here we go. He's like, you have to hit it on two, Tim. You got to hit it on two. <laughs> so the last like six or seven side outs were all just like rails on two, just trying to with an occasional and you with, with an occasional three poke, poke back. Line yeah, backs, probably. <laughs> my little, my favorite shot, the little poke back line, um, <laughs> few of those, and just like some random swings into the angle and. Got it done, but that was, yeah, so that was my first big win. Yeah. Which technically would have qualified me for my first main draw, but with the rules. Yeah, what was that, uh, was that like kind of a bittersweet thing, or was it just all, pretty much all sweet? Because, I mean, that's, that's a huge win. Yeah. You beat was, uh, AVP next, whatever. I mean, it was a tour series. Yeah. Like, it was a qualifying yes. series. Yeah, yeah. Rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a little bitter to it. Like, I knew go- what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Did I watch New Orleans? No. <laughs> I was, I just, I couldn't do, I couldn't do it to my, I couldn't do it to myself. Like I wanted to be there and like, yeah. I just shown that I felt like I could be there. Right. You know, that was my first time where I was like, I think I can hang right. with these guys. And so I was like, all right, I just can't watch this and gotta, gotta move on. Yeah. And there were a lot of unknowns at that point too, because I wasn't going to be playing the season with Andy, yeah. obviously. Right. Um, and I had no idea what was next. Yeah. I didn't have a partner for anything else the rest of the year. Right. Yeah. And then you and Kyle came out of nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, we talked with with Kyle about it. Um, but I'm always interested in, in like the other <laughs> side of like how it went from your end because when you guys got together, I was like, oh, like super scrappy team. I was like, but Kyle hasn't blocked in a long yeah. time. I mean, I had I had texted Kyle a couple times throughout the years, just like, hey, if you have any interest in blocking, I'd love to play a tournament with you. Um, I think I texted him about like maybe a Norseka qualifier here, or there, maybe like a one star. Um, but he never, never said yes. And so it's like, you know, he's, he wants to be a defender, probably never going to play with him. Yeah. And we ended up practicing after San Antonio a couple times against each other. And that was when he was playing with Joyner. Um, and I was still kind of like looking for people and I, I'd be like, Hey, like if you're ever interested, like I'm open. Yeah. And after, uh, after Muskegon, um, he texted me like, Hey, could be interested. Like, what are your thoughts? And we were both juggling actually the same guy at that point. Um, Lev. The, yeah. Lev love triangle. The Lev love triangle. So we were both talking to Lev about playing. I, that guy, He's I just so jumped in the water this morning and I'm walking out of the water and he just starts pointing at me. Hey! <laughs> and I'm like, somebody and i'm walking but he doesn't stop pointing he just keeps pointing that's hilarious this guy's pointing at me for like 30 seconds while walking on the strand and then he's like you want a coffee come come to my house yeah he's big on the espresso pick up my daughter he's like real quick i'll get you an espresso okay (laughs) made me out of his window it was like a little coffee shop gave me an espresso i walked up to my house That guy is yeah. Anyway, that guy is new, hilarious. Uh, he will be good on the podcast. Oh my god! Give him to Savio. So <laughs> oh yeah, Savio. Savio will do something with him. Yeah, man, he's hysterical. <laughs> All right, so but, where were you? Next okay, time? sorry. <laughs> so um, we were both talking to Lev about playing in 
I think it was Denver and Wapaka. Mm-hmm. And I somehow figured out that Kyle was also talking to him. And I was like, he's going to run us around here until the last <laughs> minute. And we're not, I, one of us isn't going to get a partner. Uh-huh. So I texted Kyle. I was like, you want to play? He's like, you know what? Let's do it. Why not? Like, we'll commit for Denver and Wapaka, uh-huh. which were both tour series. And then I assumed that would be it. I'd assume he'd, he'd go back to defense. Uh-huh. Um, I had zero expectations about us as a team, but it ended up working out really well. No kidding. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a weird start. We played a CBVA, our first tournament together, okay. um, weekend before Denver, and we got a fifth. And so after that, I was like, all right, yeah, we're we're okay. We're nothing. We're but nothing I feel like special. The CBVA can be weird because sometimes the pools just match up funny. Yeah, we lost yeah. to Jake and Hagen, so it's not like we lost right. to a bad team. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I was definitely wasn't sure about how it was going to go. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we did the first practice we ever had, we played Sean and Logan and we kind of took it to him. Yeah. So I knew we could, mm-hmm. we could play well, but definitely not how well we've played this year. Yeah. 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 Denver. What a funky way for you to qualify. For yeah. Your first AVP. Was that like the most like anticlimactic oh, for sure. cool moment? It was so career. anticlimactic. <laughs> it was, well, we kind of knew I had checked the bracket and I knew if we won our last match on Saturday yes. that we would qualify because we were the last match of the day. Um, our bracket had gotten super behind. So I knew how everything stood and I knew the rules with the trickle down. So I knew if we won that we were going to qualify. Yeah. Um, so like in that sense, like, we won and I was really excited, okay. but it was also like, it's not for sure. And sometimes AVP does weird things and you just, <laughs> right. you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, and I had asked, I think I had asked John King, like right after we won that match, like, Hey, did we qualify? And he's like, I don't know. You got to play tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, Oh God. Um, he's like, depends if they make up a wild card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Like, you just never know. Right. And so I, it was weird. It was definitely weird. Like I, I didn't think I'd qualified until the list came out. Like, until the list came out, I wasn't sure that I'd qualified. And then I was really happy. Yeah, because me and JM, we didn't figure it out. We got there the next morning, and Joyner comes up to us. He's like, dude, congrats. Like, we all qualified. And we're like, hold on. Let's do the math real yeah. quick. And we're like, oh, yeah, we did. Because huh. Denver was funny. Denver was the most loaded uh, mm-hmm. tour series. Because, like, Rafu and Dave Palm were there. Evan and Logan. Or Evan and Bill mm-hmm. at the time. Um, Miles Logan and, and Sean. Andy Benish and Miles Evans, Logan and Sean, like all these oh, yeah. teams who were automatically into events anyway. Oh, got you. And so Tim and Kyle got seventh. Seventh? Seventh, and yeah. It, so their bid trickled uh, all the way down to got that. Got you, got you. And, that, so, and me and Jam got fifth, and we were like, I think, I don't know, I think we're in. <laughs> so That was one of the gnarliest days of volleyball I've ever played, though. That uh, In Denver, we played five matches on Saturday. At altitude. At altitude, and it was hot. It wasn't... Yeah. Well, we had everything. It was dusty. It was dusty. It was hot. And then it got cold and started raining in one of our matches. And then it got hot again. That was the most dead I've ever been after a day of volleyball. Because with tour series, how it works is if you don't have a bye, well, if you lose in the first or the second round, you get bumped back to the first round of the loser's bracket no matter what. So winning your first one doesn't really do you that much good. second round, man. The second round is huge. Uh And we drew Miles and Paul in the second round. Oof. And we gave them a, a really good match. Like, we played really well, but they beat us. Yeah. And so that was our second match of the day. And we're like, all right, three more to make it to the next day. Uh-huh. And three of them went to three that day. So we had three three-setters, oh, two gosh. two-setters. And you know. beat good teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you beat Ed Rallage and Chase first No, one, I didn't do right? that. No? no. They, was that Vaughn? And then we beat okay. Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. So we beat Vaughn that day. We beat Angel and Diaz. Um, That's a good win. 
Diego and Hoppy. That was your last one, right? Yeah, that was the one to qualify, and that was a barn burner. Yeah. Um, and then we beat TJ Jerko and Dylan Zaka also. Okay. So those were our wins that day. And then we took Logan to Sean to three the next. Okay. Um, <laughs> Naya. Now he's got clothes on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My kid's uh, playing offset. Putting on a show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, Denver was an interesting one, but it was the first one with, that showed Kyle and I that, okay, I think we could, we could be good. And that's what triggered us keeping playing together because yeah. it qualified us for Fort Lauderdale and then Atlantic City was before Fort Lauderdale. It's yeah. like, well, we should play that to get ready. And yeah, you had some like a, a lot of interesting sort of I can do this moments mm-hmm. where like, even though we didn't really beat anyone good in Cuba, I feel like just being like getting a medal. Mm. Yeah, it's probably kind of one. Getting and the stipend for the first time. Getting the stipend is solid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you go to Cuba for free, it's pretty great. It's funny how like, <laughs> there's great. so many small victories on oh, like, for the journey sure. towards like mm-hmm. whatever, a big goal. It's just like, yes, I did that. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I, you know, whatever it is, collecting your first paycheck as a professional mm-hmm. or just wearing the USA jersey for the first time or yeah. like those small things yeah. that are just so huge at the time. Super cool. And then like. 10 years down the road, like, however far down the road I am, you, like, forget about it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's a really big deal, actually. Yeah. You hear somebody else talk about it, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that, that is cool. Really that was deal. really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, you had, like, you got the medal, and then you won with Andy, qualified with Kyle. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, you just kept stacking and stacking, and then, like, holy cow, Tim's in the quarterfinal of a gold series. <laughs> that was cool. That was really cool. We had a few, like, there were a few big wins throughout the season that, like, yeah. mm-hmm were really cool like Atlanta was like my first main draw win and I had always said like when I qualified like I want I didn't want to be that guy who qualified a bunch and then just never won right. in a main draw yeah because you see that happen right like totally. you see guys that just like have been in the qualifier grind for years and they kind of just get stuck in that like yes yeah. we qualified but right. I'm gonna maybe I win a main draw match here and there yeah and so like one of my goals was like when I qualify like I really want to be able to win mm-hmm. um and Fort Lauderdale went tragic. I was so bad. I was so nervous. Like the whole, I just played bad. I blew two giant leads in our match against Piotr and Tim. Mm -hmm. So it's like, can't do that again. Can't do that again. (laughs) But it's good that you had like the awareness to think that way because that could be why people get stuck in it. You know, they see it as such a victory just Mm -hmm. to get there that they're just like, well, now I'm here. Yeah. They just kind of get stuck in that. You're like, okay, made it. Now time to move on. Mm-hmm. And that first loss like really hurt you just yeah. based on how you played more so than the loss mm-hmm. probably. And then that kind of like boosted you to play better the next one. For sure. And I think it also helped that when I went into Fort Lauderdale, I think I'd already qualified for three main draws. Um, I'd qualified for, yeah, I'd qualified for Fort Lauderdale, Manhattan, and Atlanta already. So mm. I, I knew that I had two, two more after Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And so it was like, all right, I've qualified three times now, right. and I hopefully can qualify more times this year. Like, let, let's get some wins. Yeah. And in Atlanta, when we beat the Taylors, that was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was my yeah. first, first, first main draw win. Yeah. I'm kidding. That was, was against the, the Taylors. We had the whole, you had the whole uh, player's tent, like, peeking out. Like, yeah. Tim's about next to, to the tent. <laughs> Tim's about to take down the Taylors right now. That it's was a, happening. That was a crazy game. We were down 12-8 in the third. Oh, really? Yeah, down 12-8 in the third. Went up 13-12. Taylor Sander blew a side switch. <laughs> he, like, hit two balls out. Kyle stuffed him twice, and then he rolled me a ball. 
We're like, all right, we're back in this yeah. now. <laughs> and then it went back and forth. They got the lead back at one point. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty, that was a pretty sweet. I mean, that's when you know the fans start. Oh, for sure. The other yeah. match, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break from the show. Not just any break. This is the Waikia water break. Now, Waikia has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waikia.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board. And we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get use the discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put in an order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code SANDCAST-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so pretty much ever since me and try started working with them it's basically a multivitamin the the best multivitamin on the block it's cheap it's less than three dollars a day which it might sound expensive but if you're investing in your health it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit it's cheaper than the lattes and it's way better for you all right, it's it's the the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcast, and we're promoting it, and we stand by it. Me and Try, we've been healthy all season long despite playing two huge schedules this year, and Try's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying. And the best way we're fueling ourselves, athletic green. 
and you can fuel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer, The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Ken, he didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta Games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best, I mean, it's honestly... Yeah, it's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it, it had interviews from all the greats. It had Sinjin Smith, it had Karch Karai, it's got Randy, Dodd, Hovland, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today. Yeah, so that was my first big win, which was cool. And then we got a win against Hayden and Logan that tournament also. Yep. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, so I know I can hang, so mm-hmm. like, let's keep let's keep winning. Yeah. yeah. How much do you think uh, would you credit just the amount of time you spent around Try and Trevor and Jose? You because not a lot of people who qualify for their first time have seen that level yeah. as close as you have for so long. Like mm-hmm. you've yeah. seen the best at work all the for time sure. and you've been in with them I yeah. feel like that had to have been a very good help for you to make that transition as well as oh, you did de- definitely I mean when I was younger practicing with these guys I was like shaking in my boots um, <laughs> I remember when Jose because I had been working with Jose since I was 15 yeah um, and so I Jose like, knew what he was doing this whole time like <laughs> throwing you in there like, yeah yeah talking trash to you since yeah. you were like 15 years yeah, he old can, Jose can be brutal especially oh, like sure. he's like 
an uncle to me. You know, yeah. I've known him for so long. And so he, he doesn't have a filter. And so he would, he'd get <laughs> on me pretty good. And he'd always get on me extra hard when other people were around. Oh, for sure. So like when you guys weren't around, he wasn't like that with That's me. So but funny. when you guys were around, he was like, come on, like, You come see on. that try? You see what he's doing? <laughs> he's got to go harder, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then he would put me in these like crazy drills. This one sticks out to me. I was, it was just you and I at a practice. Uh-huh. And it's when he was experimenting with like the mini ball. Oh yeah, of course. And it was like, all right, so you can't, if you hit the ball out, you go back to zero, you got to get your 21 points or whatever. And he's like, he didn't tell us he was going to throw the mini ball in. And then we get to 20. He's like, mini ball, Tim. And he throws me the mini ball and tri sets me. And I wheel this thing like 20 feet out of bounds. And I was like, he goes back to zero. You just ruined it for try. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> stressful. So, funny. so stressful. 100%. Yeah. And I, I kind of like was aware of this the whole time. Like what Jose was kind of doing. I was like, you're really like putting this guy through the ringer. Yeah. But at the same time, like who else on planet earth is getting these reps? Yeah. Like, first of all, he brings you in on our drills or, or you practice before or after. Like how many times have I said on the show, like, up-and-coming players should just come watch practice, yeah. shag mm-hmm. balls, be around, listen. If you're near Jose Loyola, he's going to ask your opinion. Oh, he's going to sure. teach. He's going to be like, hey, you, what's your name? Yeah. Hey, you see what they're doing right here? Like, he literally That's just, how he is. He yeah. just has to do that. Yeah. But nobody's done it. But, like, Tim was at practice every day before or after. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing your own practice, but then you're kind of, like, either warming up during our practice or cooling down. Or jumping in. Yeah, he'd have me come listening. early sometimes, yeah, jump or, in. Or you're yeah. like filling in and being that guy for us that, that we needed is like to get the extra reps. And we're so for us it was like, all right, first of all, he's getting better at us than in all the drills. Like you're techni- <laughs> technically you've been doing these things for so you uh-huh. you've been with Jose longer than us. Yeah. That like you're doing the drills better technically. I mean it's not that's not hard to do technically better than Trevor. <laughs> But like we're like, all right, well, if we can just do it like Tim here, then we're going to be pretty good. And then so for us, it was like a matter of time. It's like, when's he going to like get that like confidence to like play with the big dogs? And that's what Jose, I think, was trying to for sure pull at Mm -hmm. all those years. And then this year it was like Fort Lauderdale. I remember I was sitting with your dad watching. Really? And he's like, he's like, it's almost we're almost there. It's like he's just got to break through that a little bit that. Yeah. It's like that, that little F you or like, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. here, I'm here kind of thing. And yeah. then Atlanta, it was like, boom, Timmy's here. Yeah. And then it was really cool watching in, was it Chicago? Yeah, the last uh, Chicago mm-hmm. against the Taylors where you guys ended up losing. But like, yeah. it was like, this is a big point. Oh, he's, he's fine. Like, mm-hmm. he's good. He's comfortable in this moment, mm-hmm. ready to be here like Tim's here. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's cool that you saw that because I definitely felt that like mm-hmm. from Fort Lauderdale to Chicago, like yeah. the nerves and like how I felt being there. Yeah. Like I stepped on the court against Cam and Theo and the Taylors. Like we can win this. Yeah, let's like, go. Yeah, like not like this is a really good team. Like right. might be tough. Like let's win this. Mm-hmm. You know, which was really cool because I mean these are guys I've looked up to for years right. that I've been watching. Like when I watched video when I was younger, like it was these guys that I'm playing yeah. against. So it's been pretty pretty cool to like be able to just hang with them and yeah. know that I can, I can beat them on any, on any yeah. given day. It's not like something that you can just want and do either. Mm-hmm. It's something you have to like earn and you're just experiencing you know, like you're either comfortable or you're not. Yeah. But like you putting yourself out there every day, being around it, going through the Jose ringer every day. <laughs> like that's yeah. what earned it. It yeah, was the experiences sure. that got you there. 
and and there's other guys so many guys they just get caught in the i qualified once mm-hmm. and then they just disappear or they stay there forever kind of in that yeah that in between uh zone uh they just don't have that they haven't just been in the ringer and they're not ready for that moment mm-hmm. yeah and, yeah jose was i mean jose's the best and like i love the guy and i was like there were times i'd be so pissed after oh, for practice sure. well like, half like half the stuff doesn't make sense sometimes yeah <laughs> and then you're like well you're jose loyola so like is it me or is it, exactly is this not making sense or yeah. like what is going on and he would like completely like change drills in the middle of the drill just to like make it worse for what's me what's this drill called it's called you lose yeah exactly <laughs> it's called i need to get I, I need to hype myself up today i'm just gonna swat you at the boogie exactly. board <laughs> the boogie board was the worst he would just like he'd bring out the boogie board he's like i won't go too high don't worry and he's, he's jumping with the boogie board swatting your high line that you're hitting like 12 feet over the antenna you're like great it's another one of these <laughs> days shit out of here yeah. And he's like serious. Yeah. Like, dude, you have a boogie board in your hand and you're standing. Like, you... And then you finally get it over him and he's like, it's too high. They run that down every time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Jose, this is like over Oleg. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, so worth it. You know, yeah. like, he, he got me ready for, for all this. And I give him so much credit for like how far I've gone since I was 15. Like, yes. I've learned so much from the guy. And I think he's, like, an amazing coach. And the way he runs practice is sure. incredible. Yeah, he's been huge in just the development. Like, now, years in, the development of young players mm-hmm. as a whole over the years. Like, so many – he's kind of had a hand in yeah. so many players' careers. Yeah. Sarah and Kelly, he mm-hmm. was, like, their first coach out yeah. of college. Like, you and Sarah were, like, with him for, like – yeah. A long time, right? Yeah. It, I mean, sometimes she and I would just practice together. Right. Like when she was going through partner stuff and yeah. I was young and I didn't have like a full-time partner, like yeah. we'd practice together or he'd have me come play against Sarah and Kelly or Sarah Which, and like, Emily. Those or, reps for you. I like to practice with girls a lot because they're just more fundamentally sound and more sane usually than us. And, well, the passing, passing on yeah. the women's nets, the best. And thing passing, yeah. And I running mean, down ball shots. Control. Yeah. I have I mean, like three practices next week with, with girls. Really? <laughs> Because all totally. the women are in the Maldives. Mm-hmm. So anyone looking for training, I was like, I will gladly go. Because a lot of the guys are gone, too. Yeah. I was like, I just need a lot of fastball control. That's the best way to get Yeah, back. in terms of, like, getting reps, it's probably better to go with the Super girls, valuable. If you're yeah. doing above the net stuff, okay. Yeah, that Definitely. it gets a little iffy. But, like, I did that with the UCLA girls, too. Yeah. You know, I was a practice player for the UCLA girls for, like, two, three years. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was super helpful. Yeah. Just, you get so many touches. and Totally. And there's, I feel like there's something about even like developing like contacts on a low net mm-hmm. when like it took me a long time to be able to jump decent. I, I mean, I'm not like a crazy jumper or anything, but it took me a long time to get any form of jump. Mm-hmm. And so I think like something about just like finding that hand contact until my physicality came right. was big. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Cause then you get the physicality and you're like, Oh, now oh, I can hit a easy. ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel exactly. like your physicality came like all at once this year. I mean, it's, you, I mean, because you had, like, yeah. a good snap. Mm-hmm. You, you had these good, like, gnarly little, like, I don't know how. Your your wrist is, like, an owl. It's because, well, you, you were trying degree. to hit, sh- like, Jose or whatever. You were trying to hit shots that are really, like, a cut hit, but, like, yeah. with pace and without it having any trajectory. Mm-hmm. Just are, you Like, know, not curve. loopy, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, you're not getting up that high. Like, that's a hard, <laughs> and then you're getting so frustrated with yourself. Like, I got to hit it. I'm like... For you, the window is like this Super big right now, small. Tim. Like, and you're getting so frustrated at yourself. <laughs> Whereas, like for oh. me, like up a foot or two higher at, at that point, I was like, I I can hit that all day because I'm, <laughs> I got plenty of space to hit it. Yeah. But I mean, 
it worked out now, now that you're getting more physical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm 22. And so I think just like every year, I'll, like yeah. hopefully yeah. I can keep getting more and more physical. Um, but I mean, I've been working, I've had some really great trainers over the years that have yeah. helped a ton. I still work with Christian okay. from, who was the old USA trainer and he's been huge. Yeah. I think oh, he, wow. he does a great job. Yeah. Um, now he's up in Oregon. So our programs are remote, right. um, but I think he's been huge in helping me get physical, like completely different, different take on lifting in my opinion than I've had. I've always, I've, I've had people that are like, I mean, Anthony Darmiento I had as well. Right. And he, he and Christian, I think are very similar yeah. in the way they operate, but I've had really old school trainers yeah. and I've had like super new school trainers that don't touch weights. Yeah. Um, and like the old school are just like on the machines going, Yeah. which I was like, okay, great. But Christian has really, really helped me yeah. over the last two years. What I liked about Christian is that I didn't work with him, but I came in. He kind of has that football background. Definitely mm-hmm. seems like a football weight coach yeah. when you're with him. He's just screaming at you yes. like a foot away. <laughs> yeah. All right, guy. Get it up. Get it up. I'm not a football guy. Like, you don't have to scream at me right now. <laughs> um, but I love it. But he uh, he was really open-minded. Mm-hmm. You know, he came into it being like, and I could tell because I was the one that was in another gym with someone else, and he had no problem with it. Anthony was a little more like, all right, then do your own thing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Christian's like, hey, like anything. Thing I can do to help learn, like what are you guys doing? Um, and I, I think from an outside because I'm just in the gym a lot. From an outside perspective, I saw him kind of start building and and adapting his style. Like yeah. every year that he was at USA, it became very different, a lot more. I, I think less, you know, football mm-hmm. kind of oriented, For sure. and more yeah. like flexibility, range, lengthening muscles, and yeah. and using less weight to do more. Yeah. Um, to not break down the athlete, but build them up yeah. in the gym more so. For sure. And he was like super open-minded with me as well. Like if I, something was hurting or if I didn't like an exercise or if I like felt something at practice or like over a few weeks, like, yeah. Hey, this is what I'm feeling. I don't feel super fast in this <clears> movement <throat> or whatever. He'd be like really good at like adapting Tweaked our programs yeah, to exactly. like find something that worked. That's and the fix biggest it. thing with a trainer. It's got to be able to adapt and, mm-hmm. like, understand where you're at, even mentally. Yeah. Like, hey, I can't go another day of, like, being, like, suffering in the gym. <laughs> like, my, yeah. I just can't suffer right now. I'm already, yeah. like, in a stressed out state. Because sometimes you just do. You just have to, like, grind. Yeah. And then when you're, like, tired and, like, broken down emotionally, and then, and then you're doing that work, you're like, I can't, I can't do it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too much. <laughs> So, like, even, even that kind of stuff, you'll see good trainers, like, know how to adapt workouts where you're leaving the gym, like, feeling like, okay, that was productive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter where you're at. <clears throat> yeah. It's good. Yeah. How, is, how is your body feeling? I think for a while, I think me and you were, like, kind of neck and neck for most tournaments played this year, but I think you've, you've jumped me <laughs> in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. The last couple of weeks have been gnarly. Um, the body, it's holding up. I had, yeah. like, the body... <clears throat> hit a really rough patch right before <laughs> in Atlantic city, which was oh, yeah. gnarly. My back completely went out the day before Atlantic city. Um, I was like, all right, Kyle, find another partner. Like I'm not getting out of bed. <laughs> I was like in so much pain and I ended up like getting it moving and whatever. And we took a third and it was like, all right, well, all right, body's back. One of the best lessons I've learned when I was with Hayden, I, cause I threw my back out a few times, Hayden and Mikkel trainer, like, no, you're fine. Do this, do this, do that. Yeah. Heat it, ice it, stretch this, don't stretch that, take that. 
boom, like you get a good finish. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Now I guess I've learned that I can play when my back exactly. feels like that. Whereas before it was like, of course I'm not going to play. Like it's yeah. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So great lesson learned. Yes. Now, yeah. next time I, you and throw that, it I think out. that gave me confidence. Like, all right, if the body's not feeling great, like whatever, I can still yeah. play and perform. If you need to. Yeah. Yeah. But since then, body's felt good. It's I'm surprised with how I felt this year, to be yeah. honest. I think Christian has helped me like nail in like lifting during season, which is something I'd never figured out um, up until this year. Yeah, what's the, what is their thoughts on that? So I've gone back and forth, but like how I've done it this year is I'll lift like once to twice a week um, in season, mm-hmm. like t- tournament week, okay. uh, once to twice. When it's not a tournament week, I try and get three lifts in. Mm. Um, Depending on how close the tournament is yeah. and like how many tournaments I've just played, I'll change it. But this season I played, what was it? Nine tournaments in eight weeks, um, which was that Wait, cre- that was the beginning <laughs> yeah, of the Atlantic City st- stretch. That was like, was that how? Because we, we did a, a bunch in a row. Was this was after. This Kyle? was just okay. with Kyle. So you, yeah. You did it twice. So I did a five week block. <laughs> I did a five week with you, oh, and then geez. I did a, a nine, an eight week, nine tournaments in eight weeks with Kyle. Yeah. And during that block. I was lifting twice a week, every mm-hmm. week. Um, Mondays were kind of tough lifts, um, like RDLs and just like something that would actually make me a little sore, right. but that the soreness would be gone by the tournament. Yeah. And then Wednesday would be like a lighter lift. And then Thursday, depended when the tournament started, right, right, but right. Thursday or Friday, day before the tournament, I would do a like just activation quick, like 45-minute yeah. lift. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as the season's gone on, that, that quick activation lift has gotten lighter and lighter. Um, but when I've had blocks at home mid season, like two weeks at home, I've tried to just like push it in the gym and then taper off the week of slash end of the week before. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think what I found with my body is that the more I can be lifting in season, nothing heavy, but just the more I can be working out, the better I feel. Yeah. Um, I, there's like definitely an aspect of like being too tired and overdoing it. Yeah. And I think parts of this year I overdid it uh-huh. and was like too sore for a tournament. Yeah. Manhattan beach. Great example. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the most part, I think for me in the past, I haven't really lifted much during yeah. season and I think my body suffered because of it. Totally. And so like joints and everything this year have felt the best that they felt. And I've played the most volleyball I've ever played this year. So I think I'm kind of finding yeah. what works for me. I, I'm learning more and more too, like, especially looking at our, watching and listening to the older players, the mm-hmm. guys who are starting to retire, they started lifting more and more and more as, mm-hmm. as they got. It was like what was keeping them on the court. And that's something I learned huge from Hayden back in the day. But I think there's a lot of players out there that are a little too close-minded to push that threshold. Like what you said this year, like I went past that point and mm-hmm. it, it was a point of dimin- diminishing returns. Yeah. But you can only know that if you like start. If you, do you only it. know where that limit is if you do that. You mm-hmm. know, if you don't keep pushing, you you kind of miss that last five ten percent of of whatever it is that you're trying to gain. I think, and I see a lot of athletes out there that that miss it because they're kind of closed minded about their approach and they're just kind of like, no, this is how I do it, and yeah. of course I'm not gonna lift or you know other other these other athletes don't do that, and it's like okay, right, you gotta adapt and and. At this point, it's like there's data yeah. based on other athletes, and just talk to the ex- most experienced athletes. We have they're all st- like fully sold on this concept mm-hmm. now of like yeah. lift in season. Yeah, but not everyone's there. Yeah. 
what's cool about you is that you figured out all of this at an age when most guys in the U.S. like competing for the USA aren't even playing beach yet. Like you're only you're 22, right? Yeah. And so I mean you're, I mean you and Miles Partain yeah. are the two youngest guys mm-hmm. on the AVP and starting to get in the USA system, and it's not even close. Like I mean Taylor Crafts the next week. And you're probably the two most dialed in in terms of like routines and like yeah you yeah know, I, I was kind of that guy because i like was willing to like copy everything hayden did uh-huh. when i first came out uh-huh. so yeah. like people kind of looked at me like that but i think you guys have taken it to another level miles My, is really good with that stuff too like all the like off the court stuff yeah, yeah you can tell yeah i mean that's always been a focus of mine like being really like diligent with everything off the court just because I'm not naturally the most gifted player out there, I don't think. Physically, right. no. I'm nothing special. Um, I'm short, right? So like, I feel like <laughs> I'm, only six, I'm only six feet tall, right? I have long arms, but I, I just feel like for me to like be successful, I need to be super diligent off the court in everything I do, like whether it's like eating or how I am in the gym or like studying for certain things. I just think like that's where I try and set myself apart. Um, like... Maybe I can't out-physical some of these guys, but I can, like, out-think and out-work. Yeah, um, right. So that's really been, like, my thing. It's just, like, nailing nailing everything that I can control off the court so I can be successful on the court. Yeah. Which I think is huge. I think it's a huge part of the game. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's I like do think the, it gets overlooked a lot. When the physicality catches up with players like that, like you're saying, you're starting to grow a little, jump a little higher, mm-hmm. all that, now look at your game. Miles Partain's, like, one of those guys who has all that, but he's even more physical. Like yeah, yeah. He, how tall is he? Six four. Six four, but I think he's. And like we saw him me. with his shirt out for the first time, that everyone wanted to he make a big like, deal. I was looking too. I was like, "Damn, this kid! Like he's <laughs> yeah." Built. Miles like, grew early too. You don't know. Is he wearing a shirt all the time because he's soft? Or <laughs> sometimes that's usually why uh, guys won't take their shirts off. Uh, Casey, Theo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when when you put that that kind of stuff together, and then people grow into their bodies it's like yeah it starts to become a problem for uh, others and i actually have a, a fact that i wanted to read for you today okay we brought it up during the kyle podcast but i wanted to read it uh we called you a chinese bamboo tree oh god oh. Yeah. so a chinese bamboo tree takes five years to grow it has to be watered and fertilized in the ground with jose loyola specifically <laughs> it has been planted every day it doesn't break through the ground for five years but after five years once it breaks through the ground it'll grow 90 feet in five weeks that's pretty cool. Which I think is the story of your season. I like that. No, <laughs> I, I think that's great. I love that. Bamboo Brewster. Oh, Jimmy Bambooster. Another nickname. <laughs> another nickname. Oh, no. Yeah. Too many nicknames at this point. <laughs> Tom Brady was, I think, We're, my favorite. We've also prepped you uh, for the heckling and the dialogue for part sure. of the tour uh, while <laughs> being sure. on that court. <laughs> Leandro and Trevor combined is a, yeah. tough, is a tough combo. I've had a Brewster lot of names Waney. thrown at me. Yeah, a uh, lot of Brewster jokes. <laughs> yeah, there's. We can go all day. We could go all day with Bruce nicknames. Lee. Was the uh, Leandra's favorite? Um, Brewster Springsteen. Yes, he loves that one. Brewster, Brewster Wayne. T- Tim Holland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tre- Trevor likes Brewster Jenner. Yeah, <laughs> Trevor. Likes- <laughs> Trevor loves that one. <laughs> They'll keep coming, but now oh, we got yeah. the bamboo in there. Yeah. Bambooster. Bambooster. I like it. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's not but, a bad one. But I think it's, you're such a great example of someone who you just like, you put in the work, 
and like you're getting like little success, little success, little success, and then bam, like this year you just took off. I appreciate that. And I appreciate that, that. I don't think it was a surprise to anyone who had like seen the work you were putting in. Like I was not super shocked by it. Like I don't think you or Trevor or mm-hmm. Jose. I think Jose probably takes a lot of pride in it. He's just like I've been trying to tell everyone. Yeah. Like, I would never tell him. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I've been telling everyone That's what else. Told Timmy sucked for, <laughs> for seven, five years. Yeah, five years. <laughs> But telling yeah, everyone else, watch this guy. Watch this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, so. been, it's been a really cool year. And, I mean, there were times, like, over the years I've been super frustrated. And, like, everyone's like, like, my parents are like, you're young. Like, yeah. you'll get there. Like, don't right. worry. And that's really annoying to hear. For sure, and yeah. Loyola yeah. said that to me all the time. Brewster, you're young. Yeah. Young Brewster. He used to call me young Brewster. <laughs> um, and I get so frustrated by it. Um, and so it's been really, like, great this season. And, like. To just, like, feel it kind of come together. Yeah. And I mean, there's so much room to grow and, like, so much more that I want to do. And, like, but this has been just a great, like, like first step, I guess. Yeah. And, and being, like, all right, like, I've had some success now. Like, let's let's see where I can take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been, it's been a fun year. It's yeah. been yeah. just a lot of fun. And it's funny that you called it a first step because I feel like you're kind of an embodiment of the saying – you know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Right. You know, and you think this is your first step, but I, I think this is first step above ground, maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Through, True. Got some air. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, really, I think it's just like your 50th step, but now the first one yeah. that, that really the public eye can yeah, see. Yeah. 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 I'm curious what you think was the difference between 2021, Tim, and 2022. Cause I think physically there's only so much that can change. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like you were passing, that much better digging that much better like you were always a phenomenal defender I, I mean in my mind it had to have been more mental but I don't know what your thought would be I think there's there's two things maybe yeah. mental for sure um but I think that came after like the other one which for me is Kyle yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up Kyle yeah. um I owe that guy a ton um he's like an incredible partner but I just I think we found a fit yeah. um and like, like that's something that's tough in this sport is you can put two people together that are great players, yeah. but they don't they don't work. And I've had a lot of partners <laughs> over the years, and I've like at times I felt like okay I have something I have something, but yeah. I've never been able to, to take it to the next level. Right. And like when I was playing with you, like I thought like we were a great fit. Yeah. The whole left side Tim was tragic. Um, <laughs> like if one of us was a righty, something maybe is different there. Yeah. Um, but like with Kyle, I think I found that like that just like initial fit yeah. that we worked really well together. We got along really well on and off the court. We get along really well, which yeah. is super helpful. Yeah. Um, and he's just the way he thinks about the game and the way he's just kind of given me permission to just learn things and, and do what I want. Yeah. has been super freeing, like not having to worry, like stepping on the court with someone like about like, all right, well, if I hit this high line out, like what are they going to think? Right. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. shoot, like I blew this lead. I'm going to get dumped. Right, like, I, yeah. like having, uh, like knowing that that's not the case with Kyle totally. and like that we're committed as a team. Right. Um, and it, it, I mean, it's helped that we've been successful, right? Yeah. Like that'll help any partnership out. Yeah. Um, but he's just been super cool about like helping me like learn and like being supportive of me. And so I think that's probably the biggest difference is like that fit with Kyle. Yeah. Um, and he's just given me confidence, right? Like, totally letting me do things he and april yeah, make, also april make errors helped. like mm-hmm. you know we can lose you can make errors yeah. you're gonna make errors you're not gonna play perfect that kind of like 
confidence. I mean, at any level, for me with Trevor, like, you know, his demeanor, if you don't know him like I do, like I, I read him and his body language, I know what he's actually saying versus what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. But even for me, like I had, we've had to have talks where it's like, I, I got to know that I can make errors and make bonehead plays. Cause you uh-huh. know, you make a dumb play and he's just like, Oh my <laughs> God, what are you freaking idiot? <laughs> like, I know you well enough to like get past it, but uh-huh. like, I also need you to like allow me to make these dumb errors. Cause it's just me. Like yeah. if I'm making one really bonehead play a match, I'm usually playing pretty good. Actually. Yeah. It's like a good thing. Uh-huh. I literally said that to Jake before I played in the Olympics. It's like, Hey, let me make a stupid play once a match. Okay. Just, just let it go. And then I That's did cool. one and, and I was like, that was it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. But my point is like that kind of never ends. Yeah. Like you always got to find that with your, For with sure. your teammate. And with Kyle, we talked about it on his episode. He's like, to me at least, because I've literally known him since, what, we were 15, 16, playing on the indoor mm-hmm. youth national team. And we were the same player. We were both the bench guy, you know, OH2. Uh, he's like sneakily got all this experience yeah. that people don't really know mm-hmm. about. Like I wouldn't step on a big stage. Like right now I could step on a big stage with Kyle and be like, we're good. Mm-hmm. Like he's fine. I don't have to like yeah. explain it to him like, hey, man, you haven't been here before. Like, but I don't think people realize that. Yeah. Based on his beach resume up until now where he's starting yeah, yeah, to have yeah. success. So like for you to be with him and where he can be like, I've been here, bro. Like yeah, we're yeah, good. I know sure. I know what we're doing. I'm not scared of Try or Trevor. Like these guys <laughs> don't scare me at all. And then also his game is built to I feel like he's he's small. That's why he kinda like assumed like he's smaller for a blocker. He's mm-hmm. like, I guess I should play defense. Yes. But really he's just like a kinda like me, like we take pride in not, there's no skill that we can't do. Yeah. So like he, he runs everything. to the net. It's yeah. not like, oh God, small guy up here. <laughs> like, no, he plays big at the net yeah. and he knows how to put his hands where the ball's going and do all the right things. So yeah, match made in heaven. And then he's like the nicest guy ever the nicest too. Guy, to, yeah. So to like support like a, a up and coming player who's trying to make that step mm-hmm. is like, perfect yeah and like we are running a completely different offense that i've never run before uh-huh. we're running a ton of like cool plays and which yeah. is something i really hadn't done before we tried it Do but left side tim not great. <laughs> well, for the record i was on the right for a reason we tried it the other way <laughs> we tried it the other way and it didn't really work so <laughs> the day before we played the um Andy and literally Billy. the day two days before yeah two days before we played um yeah Andy and uh, Billy right yeah in the country quota for the four star in Brazil I was like let's change this up like <laughs> we're not doing so hot that's his like, nice way of saying it Travis yeah, that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> it and wasn't so, working <laughs> it, it, it wasn't <laughs> and so we tried it and we're like um maybe yeah. and we ended up like playing well and it kind of worked um, yeah but my, my, my range on the left side was different. Like yeah. I'd run a ton of back sets, but like it's, it's just it's different. the vision's different. Yeah. Like everything's yeah. weird, especially as a lefty. Yeah. Like we're put into a really small box if you have to play right side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like I had previous experience, like a tournament here, a tournament there playing yeah. left. Like it's, as lefties, we just don't do it's that. It's good though to like have little stints like that where you have to go to the other yeah. side because then when it happens, you're still very comfortable. You're like been here this mm-hmm. is familiar yeah. it doesn't have to feel perfect because it's still my offside but it feels familiar yeah good. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because when we, when we played you guys in atlantic city in uh where was the other one virginia beach uh-huh every time you were on the left it's like oh 
he's gotten pretty good at this. Thanks, <laughs> <Like>, shoot. <laughs> yeah, we had some good games this year. We did. Yeah. The 29-27-er was the longest set. Or maybe 27-25? Which one was? Virginia? Oh, the second set. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Marathon. That was a marathon. Um, that was the longest set I'd ever played until Laguna. We oh, really? 30-28 to 28 in the third set with D. Lee and Sean Oh, Cook. wow. Yeah. That's a long one. Yeah. We had some fun battles, though. We did. We did, yeah. You guys played really well in Virginia. Yeah. That was a good tournament for you guys. Yeah. I was so pissed when we lost to you. Oh, my God. I was, that was... <laughs> it's a long road back. <laughs> long road back. <laughs> Those two or series losers brackets are so gnarly. When you can avoid them, avoid them. Um, but, like, that was... So, we Kyle and I had one bad stretch this year. Started with Manhattan. We had done really well up and through um, Seaside. Qualified for every tournament that we had wanted to qualify for. And then Manhattan, I played the worst volleyball I've played all year. I was really nervous because it was Manhattan. This was when my nerves came back, and I was, like, really nervous. Yeah. It's like I had so many people there to watch. Um, it was my first MBO. I'd always wanted to play an MBO. Yep. And I just... It's like your home beach. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I live a, a mile from yeah. there, so right. it was... I was like, all right, this is it. Like, yeah. I, like let's do something cool Over, here. You overhyped it, probably. Over, for sure. Yeah. And then it was also... My, it was also my first week of law school, and I was, like, bouncing around. Okay, that's just insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> without being a volleyball player, yeah. I'd be freaking out trying to do law school. Yeah. yeah. April coaching. Yeah. Yeah, and, and April Ross is in your box. <laughs> yeah, we had Coming practiced. off a gold medal last year. <laughs> we had practiced with her, like, twice, and, like, April's somebody that I, like, am in awe of. Yeah. Like, I've looked up to her for a long time, and so it was, are. like, yeah. kind of crazy to have her in the box. There were, like, a lot of factors that made me really, like, not in a great headspace for that tournament. Yeah, right. And so I played I played bad, um, <laughs> played real bad. <laughs> and then we got to Virginia the week after, and we almost lost in the first round. We had a three-setter against – well, second round. We had a bye, yeah. and then we played Tyler Penberthy and um, – And Carlos? No, no it, it was Frank, Frank Field. Frank Field, yeah. yeah. And we went to three, and we played so bad. And I got hit in the face the hardest I've ever gotten hit in the face. <laughs> Frank cut my nose, like, full gash, like, puffed up. And so I was, and then we lost to you guys right after that. And I was like, oh, God, we're going down. Like, Kyle and I, <laughs> Kyle and I, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and so Kyle and I had a talk that night. We're like, we're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves. Uh-huh. We've had a really good season. And then the last, like, week and a half has not been our best. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. And so we went out the next day, and we, like, played awesome. You played nice. a lot. We played a lot, but we played really well. Right. Um, and we got through it. And then since then, we've been we've been back to where we were. But, yeah, we had this, like, small little dip mid- midseason. And I think it was good for us. We needed to see that, and we needed to see that we could get through it. I don't think I've ever had a season where I didn't have a dip in it. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, pretty, it was like, pretty par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was, it was scary for me because I'd finally having success for the right. first time. And I was like... It's gone. Yeah, your brain your brain <laughs> always goes to like the worst case scenario. For sure. Like, oh for god. Sure. Now this is this is it. It's over. Yep. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have to retire after the like the beginning of this year. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I guess I'm not a top team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I got into law school. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm like, like oh, well shoot, I'm not good. I can't do law good. school. I'm too dumb for that. What am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I was like law school's looking great right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to see that we could kind of get through that you know yeah. like and then start playing well again did yeah, you yeah. uh any specific stuff you took away from having april in the box 
Yeah. Like stuff she said. Yeah, and we've had her at practice share the, a few share times. The knowledge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we've, had her, we've had her at practice a few Actually, times. Actually, we can do it off air so our opponents don't hear. Yeah. If it's that good. <laughs> I mean, I, the main thing that she's like worked with me on is like vision. Um, huh. Because as a younger player, I feel like vision is something that kind of comes with time. Yeah. Um, and that's what she was saying. She's like, vision comes with time. Like it took me a long time to have great vision. Right. Um, and that's something else that Kyle has that huh. is. I, I'd put his vision against almost anybody on tour, mm. um, especially in the U.S. I think Kyle, the things that Kyle can see and how he takes a look is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, like, even I feel like when he's, like, in a side-out rut, like, he'll just take a look and be like, all right, yeah. like I see you. Right. And it's pretty cool. And so that's something that they've both been, like, really helpful with me on is vision. Um, but, yeah, April's, April had a few, had a few moments, um, like, in the box, like, hey, I want to see a jump serve right now. Huh. Like randomly, and I was like, "Oh, all right, like I'll go for the jump serve," right. and like would get a play out of it. Or yeah. she would, she would just like she she was trying to be hands off with us right. because we hadn't worked with her a ton. Yeah, there's um, just so much to take on exactly <laughs> all at once. Yeah, like playing in that event with her in the box, just what is it? You're like third main draw or whatever. Mm-hmm. Second, second, third, third. Yeah. yeah, third. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be practicing anything during competition. Exactly. And you're like, trying to practice stuff, learn new things, and be in a high-pressure situation all at once. Uh-huh. But I think the biggest thing that she kind of talked to Kyle and I about in Manhattan was like, hey, like, you guys are holding on to points a little too long, like hmm. points that we'd lose. Like, we'd have a crazy rally, and it would be like, oh, God. Right. Head, heads drop, yeah. like, walking back, like, yep. thinking about it on the next play, making an error. She's like, hey, like, cut that out. She's <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. I want to. I want you guys to, like to move on between points and a point's a point. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't matter. The next one's just as valuable as the one before it. Um, so I think that was probably the biggest thing that huh. she helped us with in the box was just like, Hey, move on. Cause like technically and like strategically speaking, she was trying to try and let Not, us kind of yeah, yeah. do our thing. I think just because we hadn't worked with her a ton. Right. And now that we've worked with her more and more, she's like definitely starting to help us. Um, so she continued to come out? And yeah, yeah. We've had her probably like five or six, seven practices. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think going that's forward. That's another Kyle Friend card right there. <laughs> <laughs> no one else card. is going to get her out there. Card, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, April's been super helpful. Um, I think she's got, her brain is pretty cool. And it's really yeah. fun to pick it at practice. For sure. Because um, April's another one of those players that has crazy vision. And that's just something that, that's like a project of mine over the next like mm-hmm. year that I want to like really work on is mm-hmm. like developing better vision. Um, and they've already helped me a ton. So, but yeah. I honestly never work on vision much. Uh-huh. I remember hearing who was it? Katie Spieler said that Todd Rogers yeah. told her that she that he worked on vision all the time and had all, all these drills. I was like, Yeah, should I be doing that? <laughs> <laughs> like I'll work on taking looks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like Leandro wants me to take more looks in certain situations, but like I never mastered like the like look while you're hitting thing yeah. i just have like a just done it so much i have a sense of where the block is and the mm-hmm. timing you know what the thing we all have but yeah yeah honestly i could use so much work with if there's more to gain like some secret look that you can do i, I need to work on that yeah. <laughs> yeah kent kent was cracking me up the other day because he'll go back and watch the matches that I put on YouTube. Oh god! And one he'll he'll. Okay, we need to have a film session with that we guy. Need by to. The way. Yeah, he's very. He's mean just to gonna me. break. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> break our names mean down. To me, Kent. He's, he's like first thing. You're a terrible blocker. Just go to defense. <laughs> <laughs> he says it. Every Not even time. gonna try to fix it. He's but like, he also says he's a terrible blocker, right? Yeah. 
But he was like, you're looking at the ball while you're hitting. You shouldn't do that. I was like, what What do you want me to look at? He's like, well, the defense. What? He's like, you might miss a few times. Practice it. Look at the defense while you're hitting the ball. I was like, I might have to practice this a lot before I try this in a game. That's, but, that's gnarly. But you, I mean, it's hard to argue against a guy who won like 52% of his if you went out, If you went out there and you... Only did that, right? Like, obviously, you're going to be peripherally looking at the ball. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't just mm-hmm. blindly go and swing at air. But you got to think, over time, you're going to develop better, really good vision, right? Yeah, because that's, well, that's what that I told him. Take he's, a like, long what do you, time. he's like, how do you see the court? And but I, said, I look at it. Well, I, I use think, the peripherals. And he goes, right. well, why don't you use your peripherals to see the ball uh, and the rest? And that's like, cool. He's like, wow, that's hard though like, well, of course it's hard being very good is a hard thing to do right <laughs> I, I like that though that's no, cool that's interesting. yeah yeah i've never i've never thought about that yeah i've always like i've I'm played with peripheral a ton yeah the the game's definitely i think everything's in my peripheral though okay. when i'm playing so it's ball game i'm not looking at either of them yeah i'm just looking at it all just as like a whole. i'd probably so, say as yeah. it moves uh-huh. right that's kind of if, I mean, nobody stares at the ball either, really. No. You're always kind of... That's why when I mean, you get some. under it, you lose that peripheral mm-hmm. of the, the game. I don't know. Maybe. Something to play around with in the offseason. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. So. Volleyball by Kent and April right there. Yeah. <laughs> There's worse people to learn from. <laughs> exactly. people to learn from. What's, yeah. uh, you've played a, you've had a big season. So yes. what, what do you have going on to the rest of the year? We have one. We're playing. So our next tournament is Norseca Automayor in the okay. Dominican Republic. You're yeah, we are. I don't think you go. We're going. Especially after two golds. Make it three. Why not? Nice. Right. Yeah. Might as well get yeah. three finishes. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> Kyle still needs a third finish. Oh my gosh. Right. I we only have Kyle only has two finishes, okay. and it's these two Norsecas we just won. Um, so we're playing that one. We were trying to play Dubai, uh, but we didn't get in. Okay. Um, we'd still. I thought maybe closer to reserve list, you know, how it works with, yeah. with challenges, but this one's not dropping, which no. is kind of crazy. So we still wouldn't be in. So we dropped out of Dubai and Oman. Um, we're playing Automayor and probably Cayman. Um, we're Are you skipping Huntington? TBD. Okay. We haven't made up our minds yet. Um, but leaning that, I don't know. I don't know, really. So we'll play Automayor, then we'll play something the next weekend. Um, and then Cairo. We'll have enough points to get into, um, so that'll be our challenge. Australia is a maybe, maybe not the weekend after um, so you, Cairo. You miss Thanksgiving. Yeah. Australia Thanksgiving would be pretty fun. It would be fun, um, and it's in Melbourne too, which I've heard is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Wait, do they do Thanksgiving down there? They no. don't, right? Isn't that an American thing? That's American. I know that's, that's a dumb us. thing. To Every, say. I feel like like <laughs> feel there's like Canadian everyone, Canadian Thanksgiving yeah. was this week oh, when okay, we were in Nicaragua. Everyone kind of has their own. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about the pilgrims and Indians, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's our yeah right. it's our version of Thanksgiving is our thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, so it, we that might happen, that might not. I don't know. And then the week after that is Orlando, final AVP, yeah. and then that'll be it for us. So we have anywhere from like three to five, six more tournaments this year, yeah. and then shut it down come December fourth, last day of season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The date. Yes. And our yeah. first one was in like February. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like you're looking forward to it. Um, I mean, you always like are ready for a break. Hi, Naya. <laughs> yeah, you're all, you're always ready for a break. You know, like yeah. season's tough. It's like a lot of ups and downs with nerves slash like adrenaline. You know, like yeah. tournaments are just tiring as a yeah. whole. But um, 
I mean, I've had so much fun this year. I don't really want it to end. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. been, it's been a blast, but it, it's looking like off season is going to be pretty short. Yeah. Um, that schedule, they flip it around real they fast. They flip it around real quick. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for off season to work on the things that I want to work on that I haven't gotten the chance to work on during season. Cause it's just kind of impossible to like make yeah. big changes in your game in the middle of a season. How long do you see, um, the break being after that December 4th mark? before you start working on more new stuff. things i'll probably take the rest of december off gotcha and then come january 1st i think my goal is to be back on the court i thought you're gonna um, say like i'll take the rest of that week off i'm not that young anymore <laughs> partain, <laughs> maybe. Might. partain might do that yeah. maybe maybe um but like i've definitely found that time off is is needed yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. like you can't with the amount of tournaments we've been playing like you can't just yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. rolling no so for sure like it'll probably it'll be more like three weeks off the court. I'll keep lifting. Mm. Um, that'll be my first probably three weeks of like off season, like getting into like some slower lifting, some like heavier things, some isos, that kind of thing, just to build some strength back that yeah. I lost lost during the season. Um, yeah, season still another what is it another month and a half of this season yeah. to go. So I haven't really thought about off season much at all. Yeah. 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 Well, kind of hell career year. Keep it going. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, keep it going as long <laughs> as tough. as long as I can. We'll, we'll it see. It never ends. Yeah. Never ends. We'll try to get some sleep. You're due. I'm due yeah. for some sleep. <laughs> crazy, crazy travel day yesterday in a midterm, and I'm needed some sleep. So. Yeah. I got a good 10 hours last night, so that helps, oh, which go. is, for me, is a lot. That's big for you. That's a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot for me. <laughs> nice. Well, awesome, man. Right good on, catching Tim. up. Good to yeah. see you again. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate Congrats it. on the back-to-back golds. Thank you. Amongst many Thank other you. things, amongst a, an awesome season. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Congrats, buddy. Thanks, guys. Take Thank it you. easy. Tom Brady, Tim Brewster, Brewster Wayne, Brewster Jenner. Spam Booster. Spam Booster. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure having you. Thanks, guys. Shoot. Shoot. Shoots. Shoots. Yeah.